with me, Cristiano, from the engineering career coach here at the Sammy Jackson Conference in Phoenix, and I have here with me Matt Altman, who is the chair of the Younger Member Council. Matt, thanks for taking a few minutes to speak with us. Well, thanks for having me. Pleasure to talk to you. So, Matt, just for the listeners here, just for a point of reference, can you tell us about how long you're into your career and kind of what, what you do as far as the engineering world? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, so I, I joined the Air Force back in 2002. I'm still in Grand Rapids Air Force. Um, and I've done a variety of uh, things. I've worked at Northrop uh, Northrop Grade Global Engineering uh, Laboratory here uh, in Purdue. I worked that job with a pretty big uh, lab tech. Um, and then I was fortunate to move on up to Center College and work in engineering at there. And currently I'm in uh, the Flight School Field Operations Branch, uh, which helps fund the Flight School System for our field division. Wow, that's great. And you're also, like I said, chair of the Young Member Council, which I'm sure, like in any association today, it's, you know, it's in a very important position and it's a very important group because these are like emerging leaders and they're kind of like the, the leaders in the next wave of generation. So tell us a little bit about your role there. Well, you hit it on the head. It, it's, um, it's the Young Member Council. It's, it's a great group of people. Uh, we represent all of the young members now in Afghanistan or any member anywhere in the United States that has one. And so this council does is try to make sure that all of the many opportunities and work that's out on companies not only have young member input, but young members want to hear about it, want to get to know about it, and make sure everyone on and behind the scenes is aware of what the flag school system is all about. So it, it's an exciting time. Um, our committee just meets three days a week, two through four. We have an open facility there. We have a percentage of our um, young members are actually active students in other areas of life sciences, engineering, and so um, it, it needs, and I feel like some days I'm not my best, but the energy from everyone that's active in the Young Member Council is fantastic. So as a part of the Young Member Council, I feel like our job is to kind of harness that energy, see how we can get the kids to do what we need to talk about, get them excited about the discussion, and then and then help them grow their relationships as well. So there's lots of opportunities in Afghanistan and on other campuses that um, I feel like it's kind of our job to kind of bring them all together and then, and then help them see what's out there. Matt, what made you <coughs> interested in, in chairing this? So, great question. I, um, I've been fortunate to be involved with FDNU my entire career. So, I, uh, I, I joined the council, kind of, <laughs> well, sometimes a fluke, but uh, my first official duty in Air Force was FDNU. So, I, I came in and, and one of the, the senior lieutenants, tactical air space, just said, hey, you know, welcome. Big word, arm around the shoulder. They said, hey, come on, you're coming to the FDNU meeting. And, oh, by the way, you're vice president or treasurer or uh, secretary, one of, one of the two at the time. Um, and that was my introduction to FDNU, um, you know, from, from the interactions we had, not only among the, the core local folks in the band, but we've got the band scouts that meet and interact with the different contractors and education folks in the ranch area. Um, I saw a lot of value in it. And then as I grew um, a couple years ahead of it, I had to speak out at the agenda that I was with the Afghan Board of Education. Uh, I wanted to have a meeting with the uh, next one down south here on our farm. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's so many opportunities to do this work at the, at the FDNU. So, you know, as we were looking basically to other areas of lobbyists to get us to work back in there, I was looking to do that at the airport. Uh, when I was a soldier, um, talked to some that were in the Coast Guard that day and said, there's tremendous opportunities for leadership as a, as a young person in society. Um, so as, as I got a little bit more involved with the council and others, I, there was a couple of real mentors that I think were pretty close to the end that said, hey, why don't, why don't you put your name in the hat and be an active director, become a board of directors? And that's where it kind of took off. Um, 
no way, I haven't got enough, you know, that's, that's huge, it's going to be amazing, it's huge, and it's amazing, and, and you know, you, you, you jump to faith, and have experience, and, and by the way, there's always more and more money to be made, you know, no matter what you jump to, it's really never going to end, and, um, you know, it works out, you know, a video from the Virgin Islands, you know, she was back in the Virgin Islands, and she was doing this whole thing, this guy was making drugs, and all this art, and all this crazy stuff, and so, this week, the new headline was, she was on TV, she was like, I was in Baltimore, but I'm in Baltimore now, and she said, I'm telling you, she was really, you know, taking all the crazy pictures for a couple of years, and she was like, you know, I must have smelled the right man, I must have been doing most acid right now, because this is an amazing girl, so uh, it was an easy answer, you know, anytime you're like with friends, and you get around a girl, but um, I guess we should really talk about the other girl, so um, it was easy to get recruited into it, and, uh, and you know, the whole thought of what was going to happen to me. No, no, that's great, and I think something that you can really, you know, those of you listening can really take away from that is that all that leadership experience, I'm sure, is extremely valuable. That translates back to your career and probably other aspects of life, but also, you know, Matt has access on the board of direction. I mean, you're sitting with leaders, industry leaders that have been doing this for 30, 40 years. You're getting to hear these conversations, seeing how these people act, and, you know, forming relationships with these people, and I I've got to imagine that that's invaluable. Absolutely. Uh, see, you look no, no further than Monday night. I have an informal uh, mentoring event, if you will, and I'm scheduling this uh, at a local uh, establishment. And around the table, these are crazy pioneers of our local culture, and it's just so amazing to hear, um, you know, former Montana engineers, former Oklahoma civil engineers. I mean, all the interesting places. So there's always a place that's like formal mentorship and those who mentorship work and there's a whole lot of value in the exchanges but it's the the informal mentorship that you get just from being on the overall congregational level in the society and the sense that you're invested in unbelievable psychology and leadership that's great <coughs> yeah, and i think that also speaks to the value of coming to a conference because you can get access to people that you never would be able to get access to otherwise or at least a large number of people um, in an event, just as Matt suggested, whether it's a formal mentoring or event, a get-together, a restaurant, or something like that, you're still going to be kind of, you know, rubbing elbows with people that, you know, are kind of maybe a long way away from you in, in career experience, so to speak, but now they're right here, and they're open to, you know, everyone that I've seen, whether it's at a CME conference or other conferences like this, they're, they're not going to turn you down if you ask them a question or you ask them for their help, so that's really positive. Matt, maybe you could just talk just a little bit about your career so far. What are some of the things that maybe s have helped you or something that, you know, may have really attributed to your development as an engineer that, that you can remember, whether it was, you know, something you did, someone you met, or is there something that maybe stood out to you that, that's been helpful? I think I've really, really been fortunate to have some great mentors kind of early on the road. Um, and, you know, and I never definitely want to leave on a statement of just like, you know, if you're a mentor, you're going to fail. Like, take a very, at senior levels and down to just walking in and meeting people and having a good relationship and having a huge commitment and development and learning. So I think um, right from my first job in Albany being a floor mechanic and doing work for two years at Tops and meeting great mentors and just taking advantage of all the benefits and give you opportunities and then every, you know, let me go at it for two months or six months. So um, learned a lot from that. And now, you know, as unfortunately I'm senior and I've only been here for two years, but it's fun to turn around now and look at some of those great young engineers and architects that I've come to work with that are coming up and excited about it. And, uh, and 
funny man because it's just about almost well many of the people that i've interviewed here at jet seat continue to say that this is a people profession and uh, you know when you're younger i don't think that's the perception especially when you're in school right this is a technical this is a calculator profession this is a bridge building you know fuel engine type of profession but really it's a people profession we work on teams we work together all the time. You can't really engineer something alone. You need multiple different consultants, and, and you know maybe you're working with multiple branches of the military, whatever the case may be. So I think that's something that's important to remember. I think a lot of stuff that Matt talked about here today helps you to meet these other people and develop these people skills between his volunteer work, between coming to the conferences, um, between all the mentoring that he's been exposed to, which is great. One last question, Matt. If you had an opportunity to meet, and I know you have already, but if you if you hung out with maybe a younger engineer here at the conference and you didn't have a lot of time with him or her, maybe a minute or two, what is maybe one piece of advice that you'd give them to take with them in their career um, to try to help them grow? I think I'd probably tell them to not, not be afraid to try whatever it is you do. I mean, you know, sometimes some opportunities seem like perhaps they're a little bit daunting or they just, you know, too far of a leap, but... I mean, people give you the opportunity for a reason. They see you, they see some promise in you. I've met some of the folks this week that just really encourage me about the future of, of society, of Air Force Center Brewing, of you know the country. Just super excited about the week. So if someone gives you an opportunity or presents it, take it and go out and, and knock it out of the park. It'll lead to other other great things, and, and you'll and you'll be rolling. So I think that's it. You know, just don't be afraid to try something. And you know, if you if you if you have a passion about something or interest interested about something. Find a way to do something about it, you know. Just get out there because I think you hit on it before. I mean, the folks who are, you know, pioneers in our field and our and our uh, our legacy, if you will, they want to bring you up. So reach out to them, find opportunities to reach out to, to get that message and, and develop yourself uh, in the public's area and in the future. Great, Matt. Thanks a lot for a few minutes here. Great. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for doing this. It's, it's been really been a great opportunity.